Welcome to the latest episode of El Paso Talks, where the voices of El Paso are heard. Now let's welcome today's host. Good Sun City Day, El Pasoans, and welcome to this episode of the DMB Podcast. I am your host, Delirious Montañez Barrios, commonly known as DMB, with a B, by Bravo. And in today's episode, we will be discussing just a few topics on this gorgeous and fresh morning. We can change yesterday, but we have full control of today when we put our almighty of choice first. My ultimate goal on every single episode is to be authentic, transparent, honest, and real by expressing my own views and opinions, nobody else's but my own. I do not make any opinions on any political party, locally, state, nationally, or at the federal level. Lots is happening at the fast rate of speed in our Sun City. So let's get started. I actually have my two cups of Java Shad to start my day. But before the coffee, I actually have like eight ounces of warm or temperature water just for my body to start uh, functioning correctly. So, as you guys know, a while back, Martin Paredes, who is the owner of El Paso News, was looking for individuals that had a strong voice in our community to have a podcast under his website or platform. And I took it as an opportunity to be a voice to the voiceless because with my education, my training, my boots on the ground experience and credentials, I know it is not an opinion. I know I have a very strong voice. And it is a strong voice that our Sun City urgently need in the times that we're living nowadays. So today, Uh, We're going to be talking about three topics that got my attention from uh, some platforms that I follow every day. And the first one is going to be from the Daily Caller. It's actually a virtual platform. And the title of the article is Voter Groups Funded by Liberal Mega donors launch pressure campaign for Meta to censor election information. For those of you that are not aware, there's actually a lawsuit on the federal district court against these companies that have been censoring information on their social media platforms. For example, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, And the attorneys or the law firm behind that lawsuit, it's uh, L-A, I'll look for it. But I actually have it, I have posted it on my social media. And this is something that I wanted to tell you guys. Even though um, I have uh, a campaign website 
and I do have a group website. I also have a personal page. My personal page is not private, just to my friends. I make it public because I have learned throughout the years that whenever somebody wants to find out something on you, it's really, really easy. If you do a Google on my name, I'm actually all over social media. There's nothing you can do about it. I am a public servant. I'm into the customer service arena and trying to help as many people as I can with the little time that I have on earth. So if you really want to follow my website, you can follow me. There's no restrictions on it. If you want to request a friendship, I will ask you where do we know each other from? And I will ask you a couple of more questions just to make sure that you are legit. Because there's a lot of cronies on social media, people that do not post their name, they go by an alias name, or they're just on social media to cause drama. And honestly, I don't need that in my life. I don't want it, and I am not going to accept it. So whenever I say that my social media is my social media, that's exactly what it means. It is my social media, and I can add and delete as many people as I want. It doesn't matter who it is. It doesn't matter if I'm running for public office. That is my right, and I earn it. After 29 years serving my country in the armed forces and 26 years as a law enforcement officer at every single level, city, county, and federal. Somebody asked me why I didn't apply for sheriff. You know, they asked me the same question in the last two elections, and I'm going to be very honest with you. Do I agree with everything that Judge Samaniego does? No. Um, Do I applaud everything that the county does? No, but it is not up to me to to get an individual out of office, number one. His son was a veteran. Two, he knows the system very well. He just needs to be educated in one, two, three, maybe 10 things that he is very unaware of, or maybe he doesn't want to act on. Well, It's going to take an individual as bold, as courageous, determined, committed to our community like me to get him to do the job, okay? And that's exactly what I'm going to do. The other individuals that are running for office, I know them all. Is there a perfect individual for that position? Not at all. But I can tell you this. I am not going to put a person in that position that I personally know and I know that they have a personal agenda and all they're doing is to look for their next job after whichever retirement they have, okay? I'm very good at reading people. As you guys know, I have spent my entire life in law enforcement. I was not a cop for a year. I was not in the military for two years. I spent my entire life, my entire career. 
I opted to don't be a supervisor in the Border Patrol. I considered it once, but whenever I saw that a lot of the supervisors were actually stepping down from their position to actually come to El Paso or to don't have to deal with the drama that they were dealing at the highest levels, I say, not for me. Okay. So anyway, I know that I got a little bit out of what I was trying to say with the, with the censoring on, on social media, but that is true. That is not a conspiracy. Uh, there's a lot of tangible evidence and there's a lot of things that are coming to the light that you are going to be shocked. And you're going to ask yourself, how did this lady knew all of that? Well, I can tell you that most of the things that are being exposed out there, I have had a finger in it. And I have no regrets whatsoever. I was a whistleblower several times for my country, for my community, because that is the oath that I pledge. And if you are a first responder, and if you are a law enforcement officer, a service member, that it's in either the Army, the Navy, the Air Force, the Marines, the Coast Guard, now Space Force. If I forgot one, please forgive me. But if you are in any of those armed services and you are a veteran, and you are accepting what is happening in our local community, at our city, county, state, federal level, I highly suggest that you go to the mirror and look at yourself and maybe go back to that oath that you pledged way back then. So you can understand that whenever we say the, whenever we sing the national anthem, that means something. And it hits really, really, really hard inside each of us. You just need to find it, okay? The other article that I wanted to talk about is actually from the El Paso Times. And this one was from Maria Cortez Gonzalez. I actually, um, she helped me a lot, you know, years ago, whenever I was uh, pushing the nonprofit organization, they came to our event um, and uh, took pictures and, you know, they gave us exposure. Uh, this is like years, years, years ago. So she has been with the El Paso Times for a very, very long time. Um, so she has an article as of August the 2nd, and she's talking about Obi, the baby giraffe and mom Gigi. They are ready to accept visitors at the El Paso Times. I mean, at the El Paso Zoo. A couple of days ago, I attended a town hall meeting with Joe Molinar District. And uh, and I didn't find out because Joe Molinar had told me. I found out because some of the constituents from that district invited me because the city manager was actually, actually the acting city manager was going to be there. And there were some things that I needed to talk to him about, because if you think that El Paso has been getting a lot of 
exposure, meaning negative exposure because of immigration, just hold on to your seats because more is coming and it has nothing to do with immigration. It has to do with the broken judicial system that we have in our local community. Okay. And many of our law enforcement officers know that, but they refuse to talk about it. They refuse to expose it because they don't want to lose their benefits. They don't want to lose their paycheck and that comfortable life that they're living, right? But all that is coming out. So what I was going to say about the visit with uh, the acting city manager at that town hall was that there were a lot of veterans that were complaining because they said that we get a lot of passes to go to these locations, you know, like thanking us for our service and this and that and the other. Right. But the zoo the, you know, uh, we can go on holidays, but the problem is that the zoo is closed on the holidays. So they were asking the acting city manager to find a way with the city council members for us veterans to be able to go to the zoo at any specific time with our proper credentials and be able to, to go to the zoo with our veteran benefits. Let me tell you something about veteran benefits. Veteran benefits are exactly that, benefits. If you look at the benef- at the definition of the benefit, it's an entitlement, right? We as veterans should not have to beg at the city, the county, the state, or the federal level for us to get our benefits, especially whenever we're giving a lot of federal allocated money for illegal immigrants that are coming into our country to destroy our nation. Okay. And once again, let's make this clear. I will back up any single migrant that is being mistreated and is not being given proper shelter, food, water. But I am not going to accept Illegal immigrants just crossing the river and coming illegally into the United States to take benefits and entitlement away from our veterans, our first responder, and our community as a whole. Okay? Now, the third article that I wanted to discuss quick is. One from the El Paso Matters. Uh, it was done by Diego Mendoza on July 19th. And this one talks about uh, the El Paso electric lags on renewable power looks to increase solar energy. You know, I'm going to put this out there um, uh, in public because people need to understand that there are constituents out there that are actually trying to do the job and trying to get the uh, the correct networking involved to solve certain matters, okay? And I don't like the hearsay. I like the tangible evidence with black and white. And whenever I say that I have tangible evidence, that's exactly what I mean, okay? And, and you guys, or you either believe it or don't believe it, and then just be ready to be Surprise, okay? So, um, so as you guys know, I have a property in New Mexico 
I purchased it for my parents because uh, I needed emotional support and they moved with me and I wanted them to have their own place, okay? And then uh, you guys all know about Frontera and Girl Scout that they are trying to develop a new development called Sun Estates. As a matter of fact, I met with the representative for that developer development last week because I am their neighbor, okay? And we are trying to work together for the benefit of our community. So everybody benefits, but at the same time, we do not cause any frictions within our community, okay? We don't cause any trouble or problems like of excessive traffic on Frontera because we have the Montessori school or we have to divert traffic to the residential streets because kids are playing outside or there's cars parked on the sideway of the of the sidewalk of the streets. Okay. But I did reach out to my city council member, which it happens to be Brian Kennedy, and I did tell him to reach out to the developer and see if there was a way for the El Paso Electric to purchase that property. That property is like about 67 acres of land, and he will feed the entire El Paso and the entire Solon Park with energy efficient from the sun, okay? Now, I spoke with the developers. The developers are not in any interest of selling the land, obviously, because they want to build houses and it's more profitable for contractors, real estate folks, uh, the developer itself, and so on and so on, okay? Um, As you guys know, the Boy Scouts is actually at the end of the street. Well, the issue with the Boy Scouts, as I understand, okay, this is not, you know, for sure, but this is what I got from the, from the developer. Um, The Boy Scout land was actually donated to the Boy Scouts by somebody that have passed away. And there were a lot of restrictions that the Boy Scouts cannot do with that land. For example, sell it, rent it, you know, things of that nature. So, and I say that because the developer tried to purchase their land, but apparently that cannot be done, okay? Last week, I sent an email to uh, Cindy at the El Paso Hispanic Chamber of Commerce because she is a lobbyist with our incumbent and she represents the El Paso Hispanic Chamber of Commerce and she's usually in Washington. So I reach out to her and I say, you know, can you put me in contact with uh, the CEO for the El Paso Electric? And I have known her before. I actually have her card, her business card, but for some reason, with all the business cards that I have, I misplaced it and I cannot find it. So I still have not heard a response on that email. Okay. But the perfect solution to get more solar energy into El Paso is right behind my property. But it's up to elected officials to get involved, try to persuade, right? Not convince, persuade the developer for them to sell that land 
and make it profitable for the constituents, not the people that put the money into the land, okay? So those were the three main things that I wanted to talk about today, but I wanted to uh, talk real quick about a couple of other issues or announcements that uh, that I have on the radar. And um, so as you guys know, the elections, the primary elections are actually coming May, March 5th, 2024. So, you know, we're not that far from it. Um, as you guys know, Joe Molinar, city council member for District 4, is running for election. You know, there have been a lot of um, attacks on Joe Molinar. Um, I have met Joe Molinar, you know, because of the political scene. You know, and he have always acted very professional with me. Um, so again, I am very careful on believing false allegations because most of the times false allegations come from people that they either want to cause you some harm or they want to get you out of a position because they're interested in it. Okay, so with that said, um, I don't know who else is running for, oh, uh, Sissy Bird is running for that position and, um, the Wesley, Wesley from the Youth Democrats is running, um, uh, as well. And, and hey, I know the three of them, okay? Um, I have seen them in several events. They're all involved with the community, but it's not about involvement with the community. It's about somebody that is going to have a strong voice as city council to be able to work for that district. Okay. That is why you put that individual in the position. I get sick and tired of elected officials going and taking pictures to all these events you know, trying to uh, prove community engagement, this and that and the other. And people know me. I hate pictures, okay? Most of the times, whenever I take pictures, are individuals from the community that take pictures of me, you know, talking to people, and they send them to me, and I send them to my marketing director to put them on the website or put them on the social media, okay? But most of the times, I don't go around taking pictures and taking very videos. I'm not saying that I'm never going to. I'm just saying that that's not what I do, okay? And whenever you decide to vote for an elected official, you need to keep that in mind, okay? Because whenever they are sitting on those positions, it has nothing to do with taking pictures and video on all of these events. You know, yesterday was the NAMI kickoff. As you guys know, NAMI is um, our nonprofit at 501 in our El Paso regarding the National Alliance of Mental Illness. I am a peer for NAMI. I am an instructor for NAMI. And I decided to don't go to the luncheon yesterday because I am tired of the hypocrisy, not from NAMI organization itself or the people that volunteer for NAMI, but some of the people that actually attend these events. I just didn't want it to spend time with them. I didn't want it to see them. And that's just how it is, okay? Um, I decided to have a, a NAMI walk uh, team for our uh, LLC and it's on October 14, 2023 at Tascarate Park and you can go to my social media and you can find information about that there as well. OK, 
okay? So again, uh, NAMI is doing a lot of great things for the community, but as you guys know, NAMI can only do so much, okay? We have to work with partners in the community that are not trying to benefit from all this federal funding, and that's exactly what I see. I am not going to mention organizations, but that is exactly what I see, and I am sick and tired of it, okay? Uh, Jeremiah Haggerty is the judge, uh, I mean, is the brother of uh, Judge Haggerty. I know them both. Uh, he was the former constable for District 2, and he is running again coming uh, primaries 2023, March 5th. So if you don't know him, go to his website. He has a town hall. The second Tuesday of the month, if I'm not mistaken, at the Dennis on Trans Mountain. So if you belong to District 2, um, get to know your constables. Uh, for the DA, we have uh, uh, we have several, but the ones that I can remember right now, it's uh, Bill Hicks, uh, Nancy Casas. Uh, Nancy Casas, I know her. You know, she's a Rotarian just like me. Uh, she's heavily involved with the community. Uh, but again, you know, I am not going to tell the voters who to vote for, okay? I tell them who are who's running. I'm going to give you their website. It is up to you to call them, sit down with them for a cup of coffee. And something that you're going to realize is a lot of these elected officials go to all these events because it's high exposure, right? The media is there. They're taking pictures. They're taking videos. They get free exposure on our local newspapers, such as El Paso Times, El Paso News, uh, now with the El Paso Revolt, which is on uh, social media. But whenever you ask them, hey, let's have a cup of coffee, let's have a tea, you know, just to discuss, I really want to learn more about you, they do not make time for you. And I can tell you because I have tried every single one at one point or another, okay? So again, these are things that you need to start thinking in the back of your mind whenever you decide to vote for an elected official. Who is taking the time to actually sit down with me, either personally, on the phone, virtually, that is what counts, that personal connection, not these events that are being funded by our federal government and our state government, and they're taking advantage of it, okay? Enough of that. Uh, running for sheriff is going to be our judge, you know, Ricardo Samaniego, uh, Ryan Urrutia, which is a commander for the sheriff's office, and we have Constable Ugarte, that is the District 1 constable. And again, I know them all. And I will do the same thing. I will tell you where to go to get the information, but I am not going to tell you who to vote for. I know who I'm going to vote for, okay? Because I have seen them in the community. I have seen what they do. I have seen them take to take time to respond and be active behind closed doors. And that's what you want to know. That's what you want to see. Integrity is what you do behind closed doors that nobody sees, but you know that it's righteous. Okay, and maybe they don't have the power to do anything right now, but at least they are responding to you and they're actually trying to help in any way they can. Okay, uh, this coming Sunday is going to be our Team DMB Strategic Planning and Community Engagement Group, and I have it on social media. It's on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, 
I'm going to put it on TikTok for our youth. And I want people to get engaged in our conversations. The goal is for me to get to the ballot at the general election. Okay. But at the same time, I'm going to decide, I'm going to let the voters decide who do they want. Okay. I'm not going to tell you yet which party I'm going to be running on because, or running under, because there's a lot of things happening with uh, several parties in the community that I really don't want to get into it right now. It's too early for that. But, uh, but all I can tell you is that I will be on that ballot coming November 5th, 2023, okay? Uh, something else that I saw on Facebook yesterday was regarding the homeless, okay? And this is coming from uh, the um, uh, individuals that, you know, assist in the community. Uh, they have been um, named by some organizations as partners with the uh, county for the El Paso to become the veterans capital of the USA. And this is the problem that I have with the homeless. Number one, the homeless, they live on the streets. They don't have a home. They don't have the basic needs, right? They cannot, you know, they have to go somewhere to take a shower. Uh, they sleep on the streets. Uh, they eat, you know, what the community gives them on the on the, on the the stoplights or stop signs. And then now uh, there is a location on Cotton that is for the homeless to be able to go and take a shower and get a hot meal doesn't include shelter, right? Because whenever you go to the rescue mission, you have to be clear of drugs, alcohol, or any other vice. And you need to show our county that you want to better yourself to be able to use the funds on you, okay? There is uh, a VA initiative with 25 mobile units that were sent through all the United States. And guess what? El Paso did not get one. Why? Because the elected officials did not vote for it. So whenever you have the incumbent telling you that she cares about our veterans and our homeless veterans on the street, I want you to think about that one, okay? So, you know, I am not telling you what to do. You know, I know that it's dangerous to put people in your car and, and all of that, but you know what? Some of us, some of us has trucks, you know, there's nothing wrong with having a, a homeless in the back of your truck, you know, giving them a ride and wait for them at the facility for them to get a hot meal and, and, and take a shower, you know, and maybe having a conversation with them, we change their mind and we actually get them to rehabilitate themselves. Okay. So that's something that I want you to, to think about, you know, um, and you all know where or how the money works, you know, it's a lot about the federal government. It goes to the state, more likely to the Texas Veteran Commission. It goes down to the count to the uh, to the county, and the county has to send it down to the city. The problem is the city is not getting the funding from the county. So, and you know, we can have another conversation about that. You know, there's a lot of fraud, waste, and abuse in our local community. And if I wouldn't have attended all these events that I have attended, and I will have observed what people do and what people say. There's no way for me to have seen that and experienced that, okay? You want a candidate in office that is going to fight for you, be bold, courageous, committed, dedicated to the mission, okay? And not just get air, okay? Um, two more things. Uh, Saturday, October 28th, we're going to be doing a 100 giveaway youth 
Halloween contest. And that's going to be at our facility. And what I want is for the entire family to dress up so we can take family photos. And 12 families from our community are actually going to be selected to be on our 2024 calendar. Okay, the theme for 2024 is going to be Halloween. And if you need more information, you can go to every single of my website and find out about it. Um, Also, my birthday is coming up. And uh, before uh, everything happened to me and I went downhill, uh, I used to celebrate my birthday in the community and I used to raise funds for our nonprofit. And all that money is actually sitting in the bank. You know, uh, we only touch it for uh, to pay the post office or like if we need to get checks or something like that. But I decided to celebrate my birthday for a cause It's going to be September 24th, and we're going to have a movie preview, okay? Uh, Those funds are not coming from the nonprofit. They're not coming from uh, the political campaign. They're actually coming from me, from my pension whenever I was working at the Border Patrol, because one of my intents before election time is to educate our community on everything that's happening at every single level of our government for them to be able to make sound decisions whenever they get to the ballot booth okay so if you have more information about that again go to our social media platforms and everything is there i am very transparent as you guys see there's nothing that i wouldn't tell the community or that it has been exposed you know i have been I used to have a top secret SCI, which is actually the top secret background that you can get from the government, okay? I have the same background that President Trump used to get and every single elected official that is in the White House, sitting on the White House, you know? And I have been scrutinized about my friends overseas and, you know, my friends across the border, you know, and it's just ridiculous. But you know what? I am a public servant. I understand. Bring it on, you know, because I'm really sick and tired of the hate in our community. All I can tell you is that I am going to be on that election ballot on the general election for 2023. And I'm going to get our incumbent out because she is destroying our community. And if you continue to vote for her, I'm going to tell you, you're going to get less benefits as a constituent and our immigrants are going to get more, okay? And we can talk about lawyers and attorneys later on because there's some monopoly going on. (laughs) Anyway, so you all can follow me on DMB, FOR Facebook group, the page on Twitter, um, every day if you want to. Uh, I am heavily involved with the legislation process and the state and the uh, federal level, and I frequently show my thoughts and opinions. I'm very bold. I'm very opinionated about things, but it's just because I know what I'm talking about, okay? I invite you all to join me uh, to our virtual Java chat. It's actually going to be uh, tonight. I don't know if uh, you will get this podcast before then, but it's going to be tonight at seven o'clock mountain time. Uh, usually I go live on my Facebook page and then I post a replay on the Facebook group, on the page, on Twitter. Um, 
So again, this is Delirious Montañez Berrios, your host with the DMB podcast. Please like, share on all of your social media outlets and with all of your email contacts, subscribe. And I will see you all next week or whenever I do my next podcast. If you want me to touch on a subject that I haven't touched on, please reach out to me at www.dmbforalpaso.com. Join our DMBFOR Facebook group, like our pages, uh, get involved, okay? Uh, today is uh, Thursday. Uh, I am going to be busy all weekend with our horse sessions. And also I'm doing the UPW, which is the um, Unleash the Power Within You with Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins is actually one of the most respected coaches in America. And he has been a mentor for a lot of elected officials and even former presidents. And I have been coached by Tony Robbins for several, several years now. And if it wasn't for him and other modalities that I have trained and other coaches that I have followed, like uh, uh, Dean Graciosi, uh, Trent Shelton, you know, uh, I probably wouldn't be here talking to you right now. Okay. The world is very awful, very nasty out there. Uh, you guys need to open your eyes because even gl- people with glasses can see. Okay. So you guys have a great Thursday on our Sun City. Enjoy the rest of the week. You know, try to be nice to people. Okay. Forgive them. You don't know what demons they're dealing on. You don't know the side of the bed that they walk up in the night or if they have a good night or if they had a bad night. I'm just, I'm not saying to give them excuses. I'm just saying whenever you hate on people, it hurts you more than the person that you're hating on. Trust me. Don't judge. Pass the love. DMB signing out for now. This has been the DMB Podcast with Delirious Montañez Barrios, your host. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and review my podcast. Until next time, be safe and truly enjoy this day as if it was your last. Live life to the fullest without any regrets. Be in control of your life and your destiny, but most importantly, do unto others as you will have them do unto you. This has been El Paso Talks, a podcast about El Paso delivered to you by the voices of your neighbors, your friends, your family, and even yourself. If you haven't already, like, subscribe and rate our podcast. El Paso Talks is produced by El Paso News. The opinions expressed are those of the individual delivering the episode and may not necessarily represent the views of El Paso News or the other podcasters on El Paso Talks. Find us at elpasonews.org. See you in the next episode.